Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. I'm really excited and enthused to have on the show today Joseph Whitner. Uh, so Joseph Whitner was the was a partner at Startup Bootcamp Miami and focused on healthcare investments. He's also, most importantly, the CEO and founder of Mastermind Health. I'm not going to steal his thunder, but he's going to share with you a little bit about his background, what he's doing in health, and why he's doing it in health. But uh, again, not going to steal his thunder. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Anthony, for having me on. Really excited yeah. to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. No, great to have you on. I'm excited that we we finally got some time to, to peel off to to do this and to hear your story, what you're doing, and how you're helping companies, businesses, entrepreneurs. Um, and I guess along those lines, maybe you can take us back and teleport us back to where it all started and tell me a little bit about the series of events that went on through your life that led you to become the person that you are. Appreciate it. And such a great question. Uh, you know, I think the precipitous to getting involved in the healthcare industry, I, I feel like it sometimes can happen accidentally for, for a lot of us. And, and also there, there's so many personal ties within the industry, which, which is really what gravitated me to the industry. Because if, if you told me maybe five, six years ago, hey, you're going to be in, in healthcare and digital health and supporting a lot of founders, I probably would have probably would have laughed at you <laughs> or anybody <laughs> else that would, that would have said that. Uh, but actually going back probably about you know, 12, 13 years ago, um, I actually was a an athlete myself, so um, was really uh, interested in anything that was health, wellness, body related, and just taking care of, of our, our entire temple vessel. Uh, just saw that being so critical, uh, especially when you're talking about peak performance. And so competed pretty pretty heavily in, in tennis, but I think like, like anyone had some uh, issues that took place, you know, on, on the family front and in, in dealing with, uh, with different issues, uh, cancer to be one of them, uh, which was actually on my father's side. And mm -hmm. so having kind of gone through that with him, uh, he actually went through a procedure uh, back in 2009, which was not FDA approved. He actually went to Mexico to receive treatment, which was a, a process or procedure called HIFU. Uh, which I think just got FDA approved about two years ago. So imagine that, you know, a, a, a new cutting edge procedure to deal with uh, prostate cancer, not FDA approved, but really, you know, saved his life and also saved his quality of life. And just by kind of seeing that and then other things that, you know, I've encountered over the years, um, I always had this this fever for being an entrepreneur, was an entrepreneur myself, worked on the employer benefits side, got a little cusp of that, but that wasn't too exciting for me because it was just, it was too archaic, you know, I think, and that's mm -hmm. what I think a lot of us see in, in, in the healthcare side, but wanted to make a real impact with early stage entrepreneurs. And so after, after selling a company, uh, in, in my first venture, which was non-healthcare related, I was I was ready to jet back to Silicon Valley, which I'm originally from San Francisco, and I was in Miami for a long time. And anyway, saw uh, an opportunity in Miami, given the landscape there and being the number two healthcare market, a really diverse patient population, uh, 
and a thriving kind of entrepreneurial ecosystem. We actually, uh, I believe it's the Kauffman Institute that's voted Miami the number one startup ecosystem. There was a lot of successful companies, Anthony, that were being built, you know, in this digital wave from like the MD Lives, Care Clouds, Modernizing Medicine, uh, that got mentioned by Peter Diamandis in his book, Bold. But there was no really early stage player on the venture side. So that's where I and uh, several partners of mine got involved in supporting a lot of digital health companies. Kind of fast forward to today, I've invested in about 30 companies uh, from the fund side, 12 from an angel side, and now have launched Mastermind Health as a as a new venture to really support companies that are Series A, Series B, uh, that have started to get some traction in the market that really need support on the enterprise fundraising side. And then if you're an earlier stage entrepreneur and want to get to that stage, want to get into that accelerator on the digital health side, want to find that funder of those angels or just really improve your know-how to navigate this system, which is so tough. That's what Mastermind Health is really here to, to support and do. I love it. I love it. Joseph, well, a couple things. You know, it's really exciting to see your you know, progression and ascension from, you know, the, the, the medical side, uh, the healthcare side, to entrepreneur, to investor, to helping companies and then bringing up others behind you, you know, to, to get them to the level and hopefully to repeat that cycle and process um, and to see the, the vastness of, of depth you've gone in, in uh, digital health. Uh, in healthcare, and um, to be bringing up this uh, this digital health ecosystem, you know, in in Miami, which uh, obviously is such a profound market, like you're mentioning, um, Joseph, you, you've seen a lot, and you've done a lot in healthcare, and it's a pretty interesting time in this value based market, um, and so many different innovations coming out from, you know, from either all the way from biotech to digital health to to AI to blockchain, all these different. So, so much is happening right now. What's one or two things happening in health right now that have you really excited, whether it's technology-based, payment model-based, process-based, or um, maybe it's holistic, right? But just love to hear a little bit about one or two things that really have you captivated these days in health. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think you started to hit on some of those trends right at the end there. And I, I think the ability that healthcare is now incorporating you know, the other end of the spectrum, which, you know, are things we really overlooked before from a value standpoint, which are, you know, overall like human behavior mm -hmm. and a company that we uh, support and back called Wealth, W-E-L-L-T-H, uh, -L -L that is looking at behavioral economics uh, as a real factor in driving behavior change. Because one of the things that I've been around a lot of the self-development psychology standpoint of things too, which is environment trumps willpower. And we were mm -hmm. looking for, you know, patient behavior change or even maybe physician, you know, behavior change, but they're still in the same environment. And, and so that's where, you know, companies like Wealth can assess like what is the actual behavior and what, what's the root cause of what's going to drive real change within the system instead of still getting the same treatment plan, the same drug, anything like that, you know, so uh, things like that really excite me. I would also say that we are now adopting different things within the healthcare system around wellness programs, around holistic, around things that are, are really covering to me 80% of, of the problem, you know, within our entire system. And 
I think that's also in line with policy within the social determinant acts of health, which, you know, things around transportation that we've looked at in a company where we're now supporting round trip health. Uh, and they just, you know, raised a, a series A uh, and are working with a number of different companies in the space. And, you know, we've, we've followed that, that space pretty well, but they're, they, they've understood and the, the founder, Mark, is actually a former uh, EMT and just understanding that there are all these different sectors within transportation uh, that, you know, from a commercial pay to Medicare, Medicaid, and also different fleet of ride and needs for the, the patient, the consumer. And I, I really love how, you know, these models are now being unlocked as well. And insurers and other payers are really are really looking to support this because if somebody's not making an appointment, if somebody's, you know, not making the right decisions, you know, in as far as their treatment plan, let's get down to the root cause of what really the issue is. It's maybe not even what we really think it is. So, and being an athlete, just a big advocate for anything that's you know health, wellness, holistic. And I, I love that you know even the payers, insurers, employers are starting to adopt more programs like this um, mm. for just better overall care. I love it. I love it. Hey, Joseph, I'm right, I'm right there with you with, with uh, you know, the, the, the topics and what's happening here in, in the market and in social determinants. Uh, you know, really exciting to, to see, you know, the growth of uh, the companies you mentioned too, you know, wealth and round trip. And you know, it's just super exciting to see, you know, lots happening. You're at the forefront of and, and center of it. So, it's uh, it's it's, it's uh, super super excited to to see these this growth happening. Um, I guess Joseph, along those lines, right? So a lot of these uh, elements of social determinants of health, patient access, transportation, ways of paying for healthcare, uh, you know, behavioral economics behind healthcare. Uh, a lot of these solutions, as they take shape and form, will start to form a foundation for like a new future in healthcare, but. I'd love to hear a little bit about the, the future of health, according to Joseph. What do you, what do you see happening? Uh, tell me a little bit about your optimi optimistic version of the, of the future. You know, our payer and provider worlds coming together. Um, but it, I think most, most importantly, you know, just you know, paint for me that picture of what's going to happen in health, or the way that you, you you would like to see it unfold. Yeah, definitely. I. I definitely see the convergence of many things that are that are taking place and I think we can use all the uh, buzz-like convergence of, of, of players like the mm -hmm. payers and providers are coming together and kumbaya you know more so than we've ever seen and I guess the, the term around that is the payviders and you're seeing mm -hmm. the convergence of uh, you know you, you saw the huge acquisition of course of like Aetna, CVS uh, and now I think what's really exciting is the, the entry of, of some of the bigger fang, you know, like publicly traded, you know, tech companies that are entering in the space because, you know, what's been done in our existing system has not, you know, has not been up to par and not been up to, you know, the standards of, of what we call like, you know, overall health. So I, I, I'm excited to see the, the that convergence of kind of players coming together. I'm also uh, really optimistic within health and wellness opportunities that combine just just overall holistic e Eastern working, you know, medicine, 
with with the West, and I think there's mm-hmm. there's a there, there's a time and place for for both. But I think when right. it comes to to solving, you know, all these great things within Chronic, I mean, my my belief is that you know Chronic was developed as a result of you know it was an unintended consequence. I heard this in, a, in, a, in another interview, but, but it was an unintended consequence of solving communicable illnesses with prescription mm-hmm. drugs. Mm-hmm. And we thought, we thought we could just get away with, you know, taking a drug and then acting as, you know, everything's fine. But these other factors around improving overall, you know, behavioral health, mindness, well-being incorporated with food and food really being, being medicine. And, I, I just see, you know, there was a study I think that Rock Health put out at the end of the year of what pharma leaders are doing, and they're, they're seeing that, you know, why are all these drugs failing, and why, why is it that, you know, there was also a study uh, in the documentary Heal, which I encourage all your listeners to look into as and, and watch as well, which showed there was a plus or five, uh, plus or minus five percent differentiation of outcomes based on a sugar pill versus the actual drug mm-hmm. which means the the placebo effect is really really real mm-hmm. and and so if we can just kind of gravitate towards empowering you know patients consumers around choice around options that incorporate not only what we're putting in our bodies but the our our, our mindset as well and all the other factors that lead to a quality of life that that to me is true health Mm-hmm. And that, and that's what we need to be empowering from a reimbursement side, you know, whether it's transportation to uh, greater quality of living for low to medium income to, you know, then just overall programs that, you know, if it's a ripple effect, right, Anthony, if we if right. we're able to, to do things like today, here and now that improve all of those factors it's going to translate in like better health, better outcomes, all of that down the road. So I, I would just like to see, you know, it's, it's kind of a broad, you know, and it's this high, you know, you know, kind of amorphous vision in, in a sense. But when you get down to it, I, I would just love to see more of this policy moved around social determinants that can then enable payment models that can then support overall well-being. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like, to me, the 80%, you know, we always talk about Pareto's law, the 80-20 rule. I think that's where 80% of overall health and well-being truly, truly is. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, Joseph, I'm right there with you. And, you know, you know, food as a prescription, you know, payment models, uh, you know, mindfulness. And it, it's funny, it's almost like, you know, the, the fee-for-value movement that's happening is resurging or bubbling to the top, the, the ancient common sense that's kind of within us in that right it's like um gosh you know we all need to be eating fresh fresh fruits and veggies you know the more plants we can eat most of the time the better right and and more meditation we can do the better and you know if we can stretch a lot do some yoga a lot get outside and it's almost like wow you know the basics are coming back in vogue right um and um but i guess along those lines i'd love to hear about Maybe, you know, obviously you've seen, seen so much in health, you do so much in health. What, what are some, like, your own, like, well-being rituals or habits that you do that really seem to work for you these days to stay resilient, focused, and, and healthy? Yeah, totally. I, you know, I, I think one of the big things that I've definitely incorporated is, is just having a, an overall daily practice. And I think, 
the the best way that I've seen you know to incorporate that is just get out ahead of it in the morning. So I mm-hmm. think a lot of us can just fall into the reactive based you know patterns that you know that is called life. You know, we have things coming from us from you know all of us from a million different angles and things we want to do, accomplish, and achieve. But if if you really get into that proactivity in the morning of like not looking at your phone like the first thing in the morning and incorporating a daily practice which for me is is a mixture of like meditation you know breathing uh just kind of a a breathing practice and i've just really recognized in the last year how critical and important the breath is and it's 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 almost our our body is is so supernatural and miraculous in itself uh and if we can incorporate that and then also just incorporating a lot of affirmations of just how I want to be and show up you know, daily with the entrepreneurs I work with, with executives at a, you know, at a healthcare hospital or insurance, you know, company, because we have no idea all the craziness that they're having to deal with, you know, amongst all the company building activities, changes that are happening within our system. So it's just showing up on that level for them. Uh, that's what I want to bring to every kind of interaction encounter even with you here on on the podcast right now so it's it's coming from that state where you can take that even if it's 20 minutes in the morning which now i've stretched out you know to about an hour hour and a half a day because i just know that that's so critical to performing and overall well-being awesome awesome joseph yeah no that's it's great to hear you know your practice and it's great to hear um, you know, how that supports the day. And I think it serves as a really good, uh, you know, best practice and blueprint for, you know, the way we should start out our days. And sometimes most of America, right, kind of does the inverse and, you know, it eventually catches up with us. Um, and so, you know, slowing down, breathing, you know, getting back to these basics, you know, it, it is super key, you know, and it's great to see also a lot of doctors now. Um, as you know, we have a lot of doctors on our show. And a lot of them, that's the first thing they talk about about is like the basics of breathing and water and movement and, and mindfulness, um, you know, because it all starts there. Um, but uh, Joseph, I just want to say a couple things. Um, you know, I know uh, we try and keep these episodes, you know, quick, short and punchy. And, and I think you've provided us with some really good context about your background, what you've been doing in health, your passion for health and your reason for starting and staying in health and, and growing this ecosystem where you're at for the greater healthcare market that we're in. So I just want to say thank you for your time, your presence on the show and for sharing your story. And my very last question is contact information. So uh, if you'd like uh, our listeners to get a hold of you, or if there's entrepreneurs out there that are, you know, growing their own health technology company, or they're needing help getting to the next level, and they want to connect directly with you uh, um, or on social media, what would be a great way to do so? Yeah, no, thank you so much, Anthony, for having me on. Really appreciate it. And yeah, for all, all the listeners out there, I'm I'm on t- Twitter, handles at Joseph Whitner. I don't know if we can put that in the show notes. And yeah. Also, um, our site is mastermind.health. So if you're like, a, you know, pre-seed to seed company looking for real you know, support, you know, and getting to that next inflection point or series A, series B, looking to kind of drive enterprise traction and get to that next funding inflection point. Um, feel free to reach out to us, you know, on, on those mediums. Also, uh, joseph at mastermind.health. 
is always a great way to find me too. And you can ping me and email me there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Joseph, thank you so much. This was great having you on. Uh, so really appreciate you giving us your contact information and for our listeners. And we'll link to that in show notes. Uh, to our listeners, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Um, again, Joseph, this was great. Thank you for being on. Thanks so much, Anthony. Thank you all. All right. Thank you.